that you're back with me now as we continue our study. We're talking about answering the question, is Jesus Christ enough? Is he enough for our salvation? Is he enough to get us into a right relationship with God and take us to heaven? Or do we have to add some things? Or do we have to do some things on our own? The Bible is very clear. It says he's enough. It says he's all we need. Jesus said it himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And even though God is the father of everyone in a general sense, he only becomes our real father when we come into relationship with Christ. If there's any one thing the Bible teaches, it is that Jesus alone can save us from our sins. Why then is there so much confusion and error about this? Because the devil wants us to miss the truth. He wants us to miss the fact that we are in a relationship with God. He wants us to miss the fact that God loves us and has provided a way of salvation for us. He wants to show us that we can make it on our own, which is not true, and he blinds our minds. A man wants to believe he can do it, and man's philosophy is God helps those who help themselves, and there's some truth to that. I mean, we don't can't just sit back and do nothing. We have to obey God. We have to put our trust in Christ. That's all we can do is just receive. That's why the Bible says as many as receive Jesus. To them he gives the, the right and the privilege to become God's child. But see, God helps those who know they're helpless. Peter said to trust Christ plus works is a yoke on the neck. You see, back in that day, they put yokes around the necks of the animals so they could guide them. But Peter said that's a yoke that chokes and binds, and it doesn't satisfy. Jesus said something along that same line. He said, my yoke is easy. It fits, and my burden is light. When we trust Christ, it's not like, oh, I've got to strive to do better. Oh, I've got to work harder. Oh, I've got, and you say, well, if, if I believe that trusting Christ and what he did for me on the cross was enough that it brought me to salvation, then I could just trust him, be saved, and go out and live like the devil, do anything I want to do. You see, the only problem with that is if you really come into a relationship with Christ and you know you are so loved that he paid for you with everything that he was, and you know that now he lives in you through his Holy Spirit, that will not be the response that you would make because it would be a response of thanks and a response of love and a response of appreciation. And... <clears throat> And that now you're right with the God of heaven, and one day when you die, you're going to heaven, and you have Christ right now guiding you in this life. And, and then you will, you will do the things God wants you to do, not perfectly, because you still sin. You'll be baptized, not to get saved, but to show that you are a child of God, that you have come into that relationship that brought you out of death into life. You will become a part of a church where God's word is preached and taught, not to be saved, but because you are a child of God, because you have trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I guess the question that we have to answer is, what am I depending on to make me right with God? What am I depending on to give me a standing with God that would enable me to go to heaven when I die and to have a good life here on earth while I live? You see, it's not an attainment. It is an obtainment. I obtain it. The old song says, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
Another poet said, nothing in my hands I bring, no works, no ritual, simply to your cross I cling. You see, faith is the hand of a beggar reaching out to accept the gift of a king. And God is our king, and we are the beggars, and we trust him by accepting what Jesus did for us on the cross. So I hope that answering that question helps you to understand better what we're talking about. Now, really, to, to add to that, I want to I go on with another question, a question that I think is also very important, and that is how, if I fail as a believer, how, what, what do I do about that? Because we all sometimes fail. Sometimes our failures are monumental. Uh, David's was monumental when he committed adultery with Bathsheba and broke God's law. And it was monumental because it affected the whole nation. But what do I do? We all are excited to see a person make a comeback when they fail. Sport, in the sports world, we have awards for the comeback player of the year who from a bad season comes back to have a great season. And I think it's important for us to realize that God wants to enable us to make a comeback. We're really come to the end of our time for today, so I want to pick this up tomorrow. Please don't miss because I want to show you how John Mark the failure game, became John Mark who wrote the second book in the New Testament and became a great man of God and how we can come back from our failures to do the same. I hope you have a great day. God bless you.